to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is a podcast where we really don't wanna. In every episode, we'll be diving deep into a series that one of us loves and the other, well, that's where that there reluctancy is. We are your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always is my reluctant co-host, Scotty Westside. That's me, the reluctant <laughs> co-host. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I am doing well. I am doing well. Can't complain. You Good. know, you don't sound good. like shit anymore, so that's nice. Uh, yeah, if anyone listened to the Two Towers episode that just went up recently, I sounded pretty awful. I am mostly over that. Still uh, got a bit of a runny nose and sneezy, watery eyes. But I think that might be allergies. You've been having some allergies problems as yeah, well. I took yeah. some steroids for the allergy problems. Oh, boy. And I'm feeling good. Getting swole with those steroids? <laughs> Absolutely <yeah>. not, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, Absolutely it might not. be allergy related, but I am doing much better. So thank you. Hell yeah. Good. Well, as everybody I'm sure remembers, uh, we are picking up uh, at the close, if you will, oh. uh, where Scott and I finished our journey through the Harry Potter books for the first time ever. And... We're yeah, what are we doing about. here? We're done. Why, yeah. why are we here? What are we doing? <laughs> well, we're here to talk about some final thoughts, and we're doing it with some very, very special guests. Uh, if everybody could join us in welcoming Sam and Emily of Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast, uh, we are insanely excited to have you guys on the pod again. Welcome, ladies. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, we are super back. excited to be back. Uh, super excited to see what the final thoughts are, and... Yeah, just uh, yeah. I think it. I think we're excited to have you guys. Um, I was hoping you guys would shit all over Scott, but <laughs> I, I, I don't think that will necessarily be uh, the mo today. But um, it's been a long time since we connected. We had you guys on uh, during book four, and uh, lots happened uh, for us, and I'm sure for you guys. A lot has happened uh, for Emily. Yeah, a whole uh, lot has happened. <laughs> been busy. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I hear congratulations are in order. Yes. Thank you. Thank Congrats, you. Congrats, Em. That's awesome. Yes. I am wrapped up. So, yeah. yeah to, to all of us yeah, who don't <laughs> uh, know em and Sam and Em on a personal level, uh, Emily is pregnant. 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 <laughs> yes. I am. <laughs> That's so awesome, dude. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. Some days are fine. Some days are awful, but <laughs> it's good. You know, Jeez. we're excited. So are are you gonna pull a Harry and just not let your your partner have any naming rights whatsoever on the kids? <laughs> like just name them yourself. Uh no no inputs from from him at all. Oh, I wish. No. Um we, <laughs> we actually like picked a name together while we were dating. Um, Hell yeah. so we're just going with that. Oh, and the middle name is hard though. Mm, like has... you can't decide the middle name or it's hard like to say. It's <laughs> no, also it's... just a firm, hard middle name. It's yeah. Like, a firm, so... hard. That is uh, so... two words that are in our vocabulary. <laughs> we, we, yes, we know. Um, <laughs> we know. I totally set you up for that. <laughs> Didn't even think about it. She okay. just teed it up. Um, there it's, so my husband is Sikh. So traditionally the middle name would be Singh because it's a boy. Okay. Um, but we are kind of deciding between other options. So it's just cool. a lot of consideration, but the first oh, yeah. name's solid. So 
we're good with that. Right on. Well, I'm awesome. not going to pressure you to tell everybody, everybody who's listening, you know, but uh, <laughs> it sounds like you guys have uh, at least half of it figured out. So that's that's fucking yeah. rad, dude. And Seriously, his name's congrats. after an X-Men character. So it doesn't really get cooler than that. So that's that's true. That's just facts. Yeah. His name's Magneto. <laughs> yeah, he caught me. It's Magneto. <laughs> His name's just straight up Nightcrawler. <laughs> she, just, she just names her kid Professor X and she, Dude. Yeah. it's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, that's, pretty that's much. amazing. Get a load and, of Gambit over here. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, that kid would never get picked on if he showed up he to wouldn't. school with the name Gambit. I, w- I, mean, I would be on. terrified. Yeah, I would be terrified of that kid. Yeah. Uh, so other, other than that, I mean, how, how are you both? You guys doing all right? Yeah, we've been doing fine. Uh, I think both of us had kind of a hell of a end of the year Mm, of the past year, but things are good. They're looking up now and podcast has been great. We've been kind of taking more time off from that, which is new for us. Um, but I think we're hitting a stride again, which is good. Hell yeah. Good. And Sam, yeah, you're snowed uh, in. Uh, yeah, I I had to leave work today early because the roads were getting so bad, and it took me an hour and a half, but it usually takes me 15 minutes. So Thanks. I am staying put for a while. Hell yeah. Um, Do you I have was. the option to work from home? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I can basically, as long as I have internet, can do my entire job from home. Um, but... I was going to do sort of like a semi-dry January, but it's a snow day, so <laughs> not oh, yeah. anymore. <laughs> oh, well, this, this wouldn't this wouldn't be uh, a collab episode with Harry Potter and the Half-Drunk Podcast. She's got to pull exactly talk She's about got to pull because yeah. I can't. I'm, so. Well, what yeah, are you drinking? Are you drinking anything special now. right now? I just I got my go-to Wild Turkey 101 on the Hell rocks. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. drinking a uh, a red bud passion fruit guava sour. Oh, independent. I was waiting for the alcohol to be yeah, it was just there, a, yeah. I, a lot of I didn't know if juice. it was going to be a juice or <laughs> I'm glad now it really <laughs> just, is. Just got drunk. some sippy juice just in my sippy cup. <laughs> I was uh, I was actually gonna in the spirit of the collaboration. Uh, I didn't last time, but I was going to come with a drink this time. But, you know, I thought in solidarity with Emily. Thank you. You can't drink. <laughs> now, the truth is, I just forgot I was going to do it and I forgot. <laughs> the truth is you're a square and you don't drink. The truth at all. is, I'm just uh, lame. Yeah, is yeah, the, is the real much. answer. But I'll no, pretend we'll like just... it's solidarity with Emily. I'll pretend. Just yeah, that's, that's, on that's you being nice sick, right? You, yes. You also got, like... still the sickness. Yeah, totally. Down with totally the sickness. Just didn't forget. Yeah. <laughs> I do have some delicious herbal sickness. tea, though. So, hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, guys, we we have some Harry Potter to talk about. We do. Uh, that we do. Oh, I thought I we were talking been... about X Men. Well, I mean, we could do a series. <laughs> well, when you do that series, bring me on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool, cool. Okay. <laughs> no, bring her kid on. Yeah, bring my. Yeah, child yeah, on. yeah. Bring Wolverine on. Hell yeah. Um. So, I felt so lackluster at the end of our last episode, Scotty, because we didn't get to do this normal thing where we like hash mm. out all the details. And I mean, we did some. I feel like there was like a good 30 minutes at the end of that episode. I mean, of you're us probably just bullshitting. <laughs> you're probably <laughs> right. But I just felt like I just need closure on a lot. And I feel like our yeah. fans need closure on a lot. And so also, 
we're in episode 49 and that's just unnatural so we have to at least do you know one more to get it to that nice even wait round. wait is this 50 or is this is this would be 50 hey this is our 50th harry potter hey, episode. Hell yeah. 50 magic 50 remember when you wow. told me we would be done in like 25 <laughs> episodes max i definitely did do that i also thought you were just like gonna be flying through these books but it turns out uh you obviously gave a shit a little nah that can't be it you man that can't be it so uh i i had a little a little birdie tell me that you have finally gotten around to watching the last movie why don't we why don't we open up on that yeah uh finally getting around to it is one way of putting it um i watched this movie like right after we recorded the last episode which was I think almost six weeks ago now. So I was, I had to do like, I did a little, I had it running partially in the background. And then I was fast forwarding through earlier to like refresh myself. I was like, what did I think of this movie again? What happened? Um, and generally speaking, uh, Deathly Hallows part two, I think that movie is, is pretty fine. Like it's, it's, it's pretty all right. I, Okay. So do you not? <laughs> do you not like it? Do you not love it? I mean, um, okay. No, you go. You go. No, you go. no, 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 no. You guys go. You're our guests. <laughs> okay. Um, I can agree with you up until a certain point. Sure. So, Is it the the way it ends with the final confrontation? Basically, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The whole yeah. molding of Voldemort and Harry when they jump off of the tower and he's like, together, we finish this. And yeah. Then he like, they have that big standoff out in the, the death hug instead of the uh, Great Hall. Mm-hmm. And I just really feel like it was lacking yes it was exciting and action-packed but all of that information dump that we got which is a lot mm-hmm. in the last chapters of the books where they have that final standoff i felt like really tied it up and answered all of my outstanding questions about the series and gave me that closure as i was finishing the book that people who just see the movies don't get like they don't understand a lot granted they may not understand a lot anyways and they may not care because they didn't get it in the sixth film from the horcruxes and the tom riddle explanation but that is a totally different thing but still all of that being changed just really grinds my gears and then the fact that voldemort flakes away like turns to ash oh yeah that was pretty lame that's pretty and they had to have a big like death though like that's yeah i just feel like I agree with Sam. I mean, we've talked about this at nauseum uh, on our podcast. Uh, the Never thing, at nauseum on your show. <laughs> Absolutely the, not. I think the most significant thing about Voldemort's death in the book is that he dies like a normal man. Yes. And yeah. then they kind of just like put him in the corner and like deal with him <laughs> yeah. later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's such a key detail because it shows how insignificant he mm. actually was in the grand scheme of things. That he's not immortal. Um, that he's not a god. Mm-hmm. And I think the way David Yates chose to end this film, just, I don't know, to me goes against a lot of what the series kind of stands for itself. Um, but I will say the first time I saw the film, so I don't fault you for that. The first time I saw the film, I was like, this is amazing. This is like the best one. Like, this is so good. <laughs> just it's, because it's, definitely, it's, it's definitely so action-packed and it's yeah. so... Yeah well done 
that it it just is real. It's a really good movie. But yeah, I agree, Sam. Like a lot's lost if you've not read the books. But but it's only in That's the true, end, and I still do really enjoy it. But it's just that one pivotal scene for me that was so important that they changed, which they changed so much in the movies. And I think it's just like this one really meant more to me for some reason. And I totally get why he changed it from being a director. Like he just wanted that visual stimulation. He wanted to play around with the special effects and the CGI. And he was trying to hint at some like bigger message about Voldemort and Harry, like being so merged together that they're actually physically merging together. Yeah. being so connected and everything but at the at the same time it was just like i didn't need that you get you get sometimes you get so lost in the detail that like i mean truly man i i know we've said this a lot on the pod but like sometimes just less is more man like yeah yeah you you try and make something of you try and make something more than it actually is and it's just like yikes dude this yeah slow down but like the rest of the film, I think is great. Like we get the golden trio returning to Hogwarts. I think that's one of my favorite moments of the whole movie series. Um, yeah. The room of requirement stuff. Yeah. I just have yeah. the whole, like the gang's back together and everyone's excited and, you know, hope has been restored and watching Neville be a badass will never get I old. I love Neville's ever. Moment. Except for like, they don't include the sorting hat fire thing. Yeah. Which I'm like, maybe don't. that would like up the rating or something if they did that. I, <laughs> I feel like definitely yeah. would. Definitely <laughs> having the child's head be on fire might uh, might do that. Uh, I So I did just recall that I I did text Zach several things during while I was watching this movie. And I found those texts and I actually think I took some notes here, too. So I can run through some actual like while I was doing it thoughts here. Live thoughts with Scott. Live, live reacts, uh, <laughs> as they say. So my first thing I texted Zach while I was watching this was, uh, oh, the Dieters burn the Quidditch field first on their way into Hogwarts. I'm rooting for them now. <laughs> Just had to take. He's definitely a death eater. <laughs> yeah, definitely just had to take one more shot at Quidditch on my way out here. Uh uh, I feel like Rowling wrote the fiend fire scene because she thought it would be cool to see in the movie. Uh, me and Zach talked quite a bit about how the whole fiend fire part in the book was really, Bravo. really dumb and unnecessary. Uh, and I truly think she might have wrote that solely specifically because this will be cool action sequence in the movie. It did seem like a very convenient plot device. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then my next favorite thing was... Uh, when Voldy just abracadabra thickness for absolutely no reason whatsoever, <laughs> uh, it was very, very funny. Like, he's all pissed off because I think another Horcrux just got destroyed. And <laughs> thickness just, just like kills someone, my lord. And Voldy's just like, bah! Uh, it was very, very good. I big fan of that. Uh, the, the things the things that stood out to me the most in this movie on the positive aspect uh, were the performances. Um, All the, you know, the main cast, I feel truly feel like just did get better as the series went on, which makes sense. You know, they're growing up, they're getting better, but uh, Oh, and uh, Searing Hines as uh, Dumbledore's brother, his name is escaping forth. Aberforth. Yes. Honestly. Uh, he was great, but the two that really stood out were, of course, uh, Alan Rickman as Snape was yeah. amazing, and Ralph Fiennes as Voldy 
mm-hmm. like I I have discussed with you, Zach. I have made my thoughts clear that I do not think that Voldy is a good the villain. best antagonist, but boy, Ralph Fiennes is doing everything in his power to make me like him because oh, yeah. his performance is so, so good. Uh, that scene when Neville comes out to make his speech and Neville's like, oh, I want to say something. The look on his face, dude, yes. he's like so pissed off and he's like trying to like quell his anger. He's like, well, Neville, I'm sure we'd all be very interested to hear what you have to say. It's so good. I can't. I thought that was amazing. Uh, his performance was truly legendary. Uh, and of course, Alan Rickman's was as well. It was those performances stood out. And the as, two of them together in Snape's last scene. I yes, feel like. yes, for sure. Yeah. Very, very well done. Um, yeah, I think I catch I, the subtle. Uh, remember how pissed you were that, that he just sicked uh, Nagini had on, the snake. Yeah, did you catch the subtle, the subtle correction by the movie where like, right. Voldy actually he like, like cut his throat or something, throat right? or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I appreciated that. That's one of the changes I, I like. I uh, feel but, like they tried to do that several times. I think I had that thought, but I can't remember any other examples right now. Um, that you mentioned the Neville speech sam and the speech was all right but the overall the way it was done i did not like because it was very like a sudden surprise the way it happened in the book like all it all happened at once you know the hat fell off he yanked it out sliced the head off the snake all in Mm -hmm. one motion and in this Mm -hmm. one he like burns his he like burns the surprise he's like standing there holding the hat yanks the sword out and is like, oh, come at me, bro. And then like 20 minutes later, he actually cuts the head off the snake. And I, I did not <laughs> like that at all. I was like, that was nah, nah. Why'd you change best, that? That was best really... scene in the movie? Voldemort hugging Draco. Yes, yes. That was the other one. <laughs> awkward. The most awkward hug I've ever seen in my life. And again, just Ralph Fiennes killing it. It's just like, eh. And Tom Felton. I mean, that yes. face like just absolutely just not my favorite is Dean's face oh, in the Dean, background. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I like, even uh, noticed that. What the fuck? <laughs> you uh, have to go look, get a still from it. It's like a meme now or something. Okay, that's hilarious. That sounds amazing. Um, but overall, you're both right. I think the movie was was pretty enjoyable up until a point, and that point was when Harry and Voldy had their final showdown. Yeah. Um. Which I did not love in the book, and I, I super did not love in the movie. Uh, I think I did appreciate how he like kind of explained what happened after the fact. Uh, we talked about Zach how the way the explanation happened in the book it killed a lot of momentum. Oh yeah, and I think some of that, maybe not all of it, but some of it could have been saved for after the fact. Uh, and they kind of did that in the movie. But, you know, overall, it was fine. It was it was a lot of action. Oh, the Green God sequence at the beginning was pretty good. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. I enjoyed that more than I did in the book. You're you're absolutely correct. Uh, what's her name? Plain Hermione. HBC. Oh, yeah. yeah, is H-B-C. very Helen Bottom Carter is very funny. Very well done. Um, And yeah, it was, you know, it was an enjoyable time. It was all right. It was all right. Yeah, it's a good movie. I think my only other. 
issue with it is at the end when Harry just kind of like mean girls tiaras the elder wand um and throws it <laughs> yeah, into the yeah, abyss yeah. and i'm like bro no like i'm sorry no that that did live up to my memory uh of being very very funny uh that was it's yeah, so just, bad eh. dude why it just like throws it off Awful. the cliff why i yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what was the what was the creative uh direction on that like what was the the big i mean i'm there? sure it's like Harry does, didn't want the power or whatever, but he didn't want it in the book either. He just repaired his old wand and yeah. gave it back to Dumbledore. Yeah, now he has no wand. His right. wand's still <laughs> broken. He just yeah. snapped the elder wand. Uh, so yeah. have fun being wandless, you big weirdo. Oh, speaking <laughs> of wands, did I not notice or did we not talk about the fact that uh, Ollivander is played by my guy, John Hurt? How did I not talk about this? I love John Hurt. I don't know. I mean, you met him in the first movie and you didn't say I shit. know. I don't remember him being in. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm sure he was. But I don't remember <laughs> that. And I love John Hurt. So <laughs> hell yeah, Ollivander. Uh, I just got the, <laughs> the picture so that great. Sam sent. <laughs> uh, oh, I need to see this. Yeah, I, I just sent it to you, Scott. <laughs> that face is like not okay. <laughs> Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. (laughs) So that's happening when Voldy is hugging Draco. Yeah, it's Uh like, I've seen you do some weird shit, but this is something else. That's so good. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, This might be kind of a hot take, but I I really, really enjoy the King's Cross Dumbledore scene in the movie way more than in the book. Why? It's just it's it's short and sweet. I was gonna it's say, just, I, it's not, it's not so like, I, it's not so Scott long. I, yeah, Scott and I talked about this a lot during during this episode about how sometimes fictions go they they take too many steps to try and explain everything, which I can appreciate a good explanation, but again, less is more sometimes, and like respect the reader and the reader's intelligence to like piece some things together rather than like literally spelling everything out uh and it just it's just a bit much in the book in my it's, opinion and the especially since so much of it in the book was rehashing already, things we yeah. already knew mm-hmm. like things yeah. aberforth had already told us right, like just right. unnecessary so I agree. Uh, yeah i do kind I of feel that. like that's her style like yeah. we see that over and over again in every single book you open up the page in the first few at least and it's like harry potter is an orphan. The boy who lives. Drive. Yeah. His aunt and uncle really suck. He's also a wizard. Well, <laughs> like, just rehashes stuff you already right. know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do feel like it's a little different for me in the King Cross thing with Dumbledore because I just wasn't expecting to have more Dumbledore. So the oh, fact sure. that I got, like, one last conversation with him, with Harry, I just kind of cling on to every word. I don't care if it's, like, I already know it as the sure. reader. Yeah, that's fair. I just want to hear more of what his wise ass has to say um because he's probably my favorite character but i i get what That's you're fair. saying about that so um overall i mean have you now that we're done with the movies i mean let's let's get a movie ranking that's tough because i feel like i barely remember yeah you some of the early shit. ones yeah i mean i i don't remember much of anything ever but 
I think I think I'm going to have to stick with Oh man, actually. I think you said 7 above 6, right? Did I? I think you did. Yeah, I you might really have liked the pace of 7. Part 1's like 7 part 1. Yeah. yeah. Uh That's 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 definitely the top 2. Um, there was a lot of stuff I liked. <laughs> I, I know you guys are very upset about. I'm just looking at Emily and I'm like, oh God. <laughs> me, me and my Half-Blood Prince movie. You know what it is? The only thing, because I just, I don't remember. I, obviously, I do not have as granular of a view as you guys on these movies because I've seen them like one and a half-ish times. Let's not debate that. But uh the scene that always comes to mind when I think of like good Harry Potter movie stuff is the Aragog funeral sequence. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's good comedy too. It's yes, it's good comedy. Uh, it's it's some of the I feel like some of the, probably Dan Radcliffe's best performing moment. Um, it's some of Hagrid's best stuff, and then it transitions, I think, into a really well done, like emotional scene between slughorn foghorn slughorn and harry then i'm mm-hmm. like this is genuinely very good yeah. uh so i think <clears throat> i'll keep seven as number one because i really do appreciate that movie for just cutting out all the fluff <laughs> bs that i hate so much hated so much in deathly hallows and just sticking to the main plot points and i thought uh, Emma Watson and Dad Radcliffe's like you know kind of chemistry and like friendship was very good in that movie, so I'll stick with that one at one. Um, Half Blood Prince at number two, probably Hallows Part Two at three. Wow, um, I'm trying to yeah, remember the early movies. She is on the edge of her seat. There's so much just waiting to spill out. <laughs> I'll go with. I think it's going to be almost reverse order. Uh, I'll go with five. Uh, order of the Phoenix. Oh, okay. Well, the Next. ending, is, the the ending is, is really good. I think I was too harsh on that. Looking back, I think I was too harsh on the Dumbledore Voldy fight because I wanted it to be a curb stomp and it wasn't. But <laughs> I think that fight was visually pretty good. Uh then pro yeah i think it's gonna be mostly reverse order uh goblet goblet was so dumb but it was kind of fun as hell um that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty unanimous take okay um it's just silly yeah it's very silly and i can appreciate that it's also kind of a one-off like yeah it's a one-off director and it's also like the story itself can just like exist outside of normal harry potter i feel sure. like you've got yeah. the Wizard tournament voldemort comes back it's just like one story that could just be it there's and I sick. Feel like that film i give the most grace to because mm. it is so hard i think to make that book into a movie um yeah maybe that one should be the higher most with the wizarding world that like the special effects would just have to be crazy that, that and the movie would have five. to be like seven hours long and yeah i just have to give it a little grace where it deserves it you're right you're right upon second examination that one should be higher put that one at three <laughs> upon a more professional exam upon a more prof- yes this is that. very professional obviously <laughs> uh put that one at three 
Uh, I do. I did love their Adidas uh, Triwizard Tournament unis very much. Uh, Adidas. Yes. Put that one at three. Uh, the others can stay the same. I think also I was probably a little harsh on Azkaban in mm. hindsight. In you hindsight, think? I'm fee- I feel like I'm <laughs> overly harsh on a lot of things. You know, maybe this is New Year, New Scott talking, but uh, I do think there was I, I, I've watched a like a big series review on YouTube of actually these movies lately. Lately, it was a couple weeks ago, but there were several things pointed out in the way that film was made, like uh, someone just like the shots and like uh, mm-hmm. the stuff that I, I didn't see and appreciate as much. So I was probably a little harsh on it. That was um, my favorite, just so from much? a purely cinematography. Standpoint. Yeah, the cinematography. I, I I had weird hangups with that movie, like how it kept flashing to why we needed a, like a every 15 minute whomping willow update like that <laughs> bugged me for some reason i was yeah. like i don't need the hey, 60th shot of the whomping willow this is yeah this thing's important Jeez, that bugged me so much and well, i think that they were colored. transitional and also foreshadowing i guess i don't know yeah but, i guess yeah. uh i just think his like take on making it darker because the series is getting darker just that whole translation of the tone just stuck with me ever I, since i saw the movie sure. for the first i think time. when when we talked about that movie the first time scott i mentioned mm-hmm. a couple things that were like almost like classic horror movie tropes like in in the cinematography that i thought were like like specifically when when lupin turns uh like oh, his, sure, sure, his sure. head like goes back the moon's perfectly behind him it zooms in mm-hmm. like yeah yeah, yeah. things like it is that, a very that i was like movie, yeah. fuck this is so cool and different I'm, and i'm thinking more like like there was of course a big focus on like time um in that movie and he had like several mm-hmm. very cool shots oh, of like flat going through like the clock and like through the gears and the mechanisms and there were some very cool mm-hmm. cool like transitions and shots uh, that Whomping Willow thing just really... And I feel like plot-wise, you should like it more. You should like it more because there was less of a focus on Quidditch and there was less of a focus on the Scabbers Crookshanks thing than there is in the book. Yeah. That's Overkill. True. And they trimmed the fat a lot. There was, like, not a whole lot of fluff in that movie. I mean, they left out a lot of the plot, but... <laughs> it kind of ruined a lot. That about like... <laughs> it kind of did, yeah. I think another issue I had with that movie, as I recall, is... As much as I generally like that actor, I did not love uh, what's his name is Lupin. All um, right, Sam's gonna tussle. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if my love of him is because of the actor or just because he is Lupin. Like I, yeah. I understand what you're saying, but I think for Thulis, me, David Thulis, right? David Thulis, yeah. I didn't really know any different like by the time I don't really know the exact timeline but I was pretty young and when I was reading the books and when the the movies were kind of lining up when I was when I was reading so I didn't really have a picture in my mind gotcha your your memories of the two kind of just merged kind of yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. the same thing happens to me with Game of Thrones a lot um from the books and the show 
I'll I'll put that one ahead of five. We'll we'll, we'll raise Azkaban <laughs> up a little bit. Five is just plummeting down the rankings. Man, here. that ending of five though. Although the the entire first half of five. You're is right. I forgot how much is. five was the movie that was so bad. I gave up on the series. Uh, I did yeah. forget about that. Um. Yeah, okay, so bad. Is two really bad? Is that the general consensus? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if the movie is Emily's like. Mm. I think that's unanimously not unanimously, but more often than not, if you have to ask people what their least favorite book is, yeah, yeah, definitely not unanimously because I love that. <laughs> yeah, when we right. did a poll after our deep dives. Um, it was no one's favorite book or wow. film. Well, <laughs> listening like on all three platforms we asked. So favorite is sure. I can see that, but it's yeah. still a solid. What did I have it at, Zach? Are we doing that next again? Do I have to do books again? Yes. I can't remember what I had it at. Well, okay, we'll get to I that. I mean, I think it's just, it's one of those ones that it's more of just a transitional book and film. Yeah. Um, that kind of just moves the series on along. And I mean, it once you're done with the series, you can look back and see the Horcruxes. Like, it does have foreshadowing. But at the time, you're just like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think, for some reason, there's just something about Chamber of Secrets that just is not... It's not it. And I don't know if, like, that was the one that, like, terrified me the most as a kid because of... The spiders yeah. and the basilisk. For me, it's because of the creepy crawly things that are yeah. all in the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> but there's the spiders, I mean, I can take the basilisk, Dementors any Dobby. day. There's a flying but, car. Terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I, I can think... take Dementors any day, but when you give me a basilisk, like a hard pass. No, thank you. So. Uh, no, I got I just the, the Dementors are way creepier than definitely the spiders. I do not like snakes, but I didn't think that snake was like that scary the creepiest thing about snakes is that they're small and like slithery and can be around and down beside you at any time that a giant snake i guess does... <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> a giant snake just doesn't scare me as much well but this one Scott can prefers kill you by looking at yeah you. if you look at it you die so like no not thank if you not if i've got a <laughs> sick phoenix to gouge its eyes out <laughs> Shout out to Fox. Uh, Fox yeah, I love the dude that played Lockhart, but I think he just wasn't in it enough for my taste. So I think that is going to be dead last. I think Chamber is going to be dead last for the movies, for the movies. Uh, so, yeah, what and does that one. put it at? That would be six, seven, four, Where's eight, three, three oh, five, one, two. Now we're now let's say that whole list again. From no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I, I already <laughs> forgot. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I and to be totally fair, I can barely remember those early movies, especially. Um, Sounds like we need to have a Harry Potter marathon, dude. Yeah, we need to have a, a rewatching rewatchathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A rewatchathon. Do a loader fest, but a Harry Potter fest. How many hours is that total? I'm sure people have done that. I have no idea, but I just did it in two days. So it is doable. When I was sick, I watched uh, eight plus hours of The Witcher season two. So I could do it. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of fun, too, to like watch how quickly they grow up. Um, 
when you do that, especially between the first and second film. It's like a significant uh, sure. jump. Yeah, I age. was going to say. Even I though that like... was only a year apart, but since like puberty hit them, yeah. like all their voices are deeper. Which? And they're significantly taller. Which <laughs> movie is it? Where they all have the terrible haircuts for no oh, that's reason. Goblet of is that Goblet? God, that movie is so dumb, and I love it for that. <laughs> they also say in the Harry Potter reunion thing, the 20th anniversary, that that was their most hormonal movie for all of yeah. them. They were all like super like horned up the entire film, just like you're like we can tell. <laughs> I feel like we that know. kind of tracks with the book too, because it's yeah, like yeah. that's when that started. Yeah, well, it's the yeah, U yeah. ball, and they're right, all like exactly. trying to figure out how to ask. Out and they've people. got like hot French you, chicks running around everywhere, packs? and like sexy Norwegians or whatever they are, you know, Russian dudes. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Wherever they're from, that tracks. She knew what she was so, doing. <laughs> for the books, what's your ranking? Okay, for the books, that's that's easier. I think, yeah, this is going to be quite a bit easier, I think. Uh, it's Half-Blood Prince, number All right, one. pause. Just a pause. Okay. I just have a quick question. And yeah, I won't sure. go on my usual Shoot. rant. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, we never told oh, you yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if Half-Blood Prince is your favorite book, right? Uh-huh. Which, kudos, that's a great book. <laughs> Thank you. Um, how is Half-Blood Prince the film your favorite film? Because they leave out all of the significant details of that book, and it's just a rom com, basically. But That's it's not even fair. a good rom com because the Harry Jenny romance isn't in there. It, it's it's oh, it's it's comedic how bad Ron. that romance and, is. And Ron is like the center of all of that. So that's all these things are true and fair and you're having me second guess all my I truly <laughs> really only think about I think the last whatever it is 20 30 minutes of that movie uh the sequence at aragog's funeral and uh them going going to the cave and even was though, really cool even though we we leave out unfortunately a lot of the good memories sure we still get the flashback scenes and yeah but great. not like the ones to actually know about any of the horcruxes like well, sure he's just but- given like a spidey sense in I, I agree, Hollows. but I, I don't yeah. think that those missing out takes away from the quality of the flashbacks we get in the movie. Like, it, it. I think, like, I, th- I feel like you could have separate categories. Like, what's your favorite book? What's your favorite movie? And what's your what's favorite, favorite adaptation book to movie translation? Sure. From book to movie translation, it's probably way down there. It's bad, but as far yeah. as like it being a uh, an enticing movie that like is done well i think it's in the upper like at least the upper echelon for sure <laughs> sam I and i obviously like, do not agree i just feel like Wait, my favorite movie is my favorite movie because of how it translates the book yeah like i love prisoner of azkaban because of its cinematography but i i don't know if i can definitively say that it's my favorite movie because of its translation Half-Life Prince definitely isn't. I get what you're saying, that it is an entertaining movie and it has all of the elements of it's a good It's beautifully film. shot. David Yates is a great director. The yeah. actors are top-notch as always. It just leaves out the really important details and information about Horcruxes, like Morphin and the locket, where it came from. It leaves out Helga Hufflepuff's cup, so how the fuck Tom Riddle applying that? at Hogwarts. Which is a huge plot but device. To be fair, all the movies leave out a ton 
of details. Like, I feel it's like you're singling out are, a half-blood like, what prince. Are, what he's going to have to do the rest of the series. Yeah. I don't know. And then to just burn me a little bit more, they just really fucked over my girl, Jenny. Like, she's yeah. probably, oh, like, yeah. she's top oh, three characters for me. And they definitely. gave her nothing. They made her very creepy. No personality. What? Yeah, this is definitely accurate. And also, was- I think... Another, because I just watched them, so it's fresh. Okay, but another no, one is the burrow scene when. That's what I was going to ask. Was that Hapla Prince? The burrow. It's just like, you spent how much money on that? And you could have given us another flashback scene that maybe would actually need, propel the plot forward. Maybe I need to recalculate again because I did hate everything about that scene. Yeah. I, uh, I. So when I was doing my rewatch, I was like pretty good about not getting up and leaving because I wanted to watch them all the way through again because I haven't seen them in so long. And I just like left the room during that scene. <laughs> I was like, I'm not. I'm Time to refill it. the drink, get some popcorn. Oh my God. Their chemistry is so bad too. Oh it's so cringy. It's I don't... so cringy. And there's that no, scene like, in the room of requirement was physically painful to my it... eyeballs. <sighs> yeah. It's so bad. You're maybe I don't. You're making me Anyways, second guess right. everything. Why do you two have way better and more persuasive arguments than friggin' dipshit McGee over here? I love you, buddy. I'm not trying to persuade you <laughs> on anything. This is your fucking list. I know. I wasn't I... trying to persuade. I was just asking because personally, maybe that's if that what was it my is. favorite book. That would not be my favorite movie. That's that's a much better a service. That's a much opinion. better technique. Just like you know. <laughs> I'm hey, I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying asking, to persuade man. you, and I'm just posing questions. <laughs> Zach just argues with me whenever I disagree with something he says. Uh man, yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but that Aragog funeral, though, <laughs> it is funny. I mean, it's Dan fine. is funny. You, you're all entitled to your own opinions, even if they're oh, wrong. Oh, so <laughs> if they're wrong, I was waiting well, for that. <laughs> so our sixth's favorite book. What's yes there? okay yeah back to that uh six is the best book um did i put yeah goblet i think i put next goblet of fire at number two and then deathly hallows then uh chamber then phoenix then azkaban and then uh, Sorcerer's Stone. See, I think you guys and the movies is a lot of it is just like you guys love Azkaban, and I super do not. I super um, did not like Azkaban. I am actually, um, I have it right next to me here. I don't know if you can see oh. it with my thing. There um, it is. I'm almost done rereading Azkaban, and uh, I will say that a lot of your qualms with it, I am now like picking up on them more. Mm. Like, it, you asshole, Scott. Yeah, you're welcome for me. <laughs> you your favorite that. book. <laughs> and it, so I sorry. do think that you didn't, because re- I do I do teeter back and forth, and I, I love Deathly Hollows. I think that's probably my favorite book, oh, because wow. I said before, because it is just so different. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a lot of just back and forth bullshit between Ron and Hermione about scabbers and Crookshanks, and I'm just like, God, like, just... Can we get there out. already? Yeah. 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 Um, but I still love the reveal of Sirius in this book and how oh he's not God, actually yeah. like a bad guy and he's actually like Harry's like closest thing to family and I don't know. That's still Lup- like a really powerful scene for me. Lupin and like, like 
Sure. Lupin like teaching Harry and like all those scenes between the two of them is, is definitely the highlight of Azkaban from what I can remember from Azkaban for me. Um, I really hated that end though. Like I hated the time travel. I hated the hippogriff. Mm. I hated Harry being the one to do the Dementors away. I thought that was so corny and cheesy. Do you think about how cool that was when, when I was a fucking 13 year old kid? I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. And that's also, I think the thing for me too, is like, I love this when I was younger reading this, as I said before, like I was, pretty young and i was like oh my god time travel and like like, you know so like i still have that nostalgic feeling that's totally fair removing nostalgia from the equation is impossible on on anything fun of harry potter i feel it's why we started this podcast (laughs) yeah anyways all right three and then one yeah one Interesting. I barely remember one even happening. I'm not sure I read it, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, dude, I think we did one in like it was two, two or three episodes. I can't, it was one of the two. It was either two or three. Shit, dude, what a time. We were bro. burning through those. Yeah. Now, what a fucking now we had literally what two chapters in one episode? Yeah, we almost did book? one chapter for an episode. But we did. Yeah. Came close. Um so yeah, that's a lot easier because they you know, I spent so much time reading them. They're fresh in my mind. We talked about them so much and we barely discussed the movies. So no, we didn't uh, talk about them. No, we didn't talk about them at all. Uh, there's not thousands of hours of podcasts to support that. <laughs> Probably not that many. I don't know so, how many it is. So I, uh, I feel like there's lots of kind of the fun closure questions that you get to ask somebody who just finishes a, a fiction, right? Uh and I think, like, to kind of kick off this, like, uh, rapid fire of of questions to you, what, like, if you could get one story written in the Harry Potter universe, ooh, what what would you want? That's a good question. Like it can be anything like alternate, like reality, alternate timeline, or just something that we know did happen or could have happened. Yeah, that yeah, I just yeah. Let's go with that. More. Let's go with that. Something you want okay. to explore more as a series. Um, I feel like I had an answer to this, and now I'm blanking. Do you guys um, have one? Well, he's probably just young Dumbledore stuff. Yeah, I would think he would say something about young Snape. Yeah, or, that's what I was thinking. Like Death Eater stuff. Just from there. Okay, I'm not just like pure evil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am. You could have fooled us, man. <laughs> but as much as you love Snape, I thought you'd want some more like backstory okay. of like how he became a Death Eater and then came into Dumbledore's side and. Which could play into some Dumbledore stuff, but not Lucius Lucius young. Malfoy. I want the story of <laughs> Lucius Malfoy. Oh my god! <laughs> Wonder what his dad was like. My dude. Uh, yeah, probably just young Dumbledore stuff. I mean, that's a really oh. Interesting you could time. always watch Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh, believe me, I want to. <laughs> Zach does not want me to, but I do want to. Um, I don't care how bad. I just don't want to have to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> 
I feel that. <laughs> I feel that deep in my soul. You know we have to turn it into a hashtag content. Are, are you guys are you guys at all like excited about the next movie? Or, or have you guys like tapped out? I mean, we actually haven't. We're going to watch it. We have to, right? Um, <laughs> You're like, well, we do a podcast about Harry Potter. Yeah. So we have to. Have to. We, <laughs> we, legally, does it come out? Am I going to be able to be drunk when it when I watch it? I, I think it comes out in this year, right? You'll, you'll have had the baby before right. then. I'll leave it It'll probably get extended again anyways. But <laughs> I think it's just they switched up the Grindelwald, which is political stuff we don't like drama we don't have to get into but like multiple times yeah or is it just once and no it's just once oh, okay. but what's johnny depp there was multiple dramas around it but sure. i think just the way the crimes of grindelwald ended stopped my interest really yeah. but i'll I still mean, watch it maybe they can were, save it we were very excited for crimes of grindelwald like we had an entire like short series like building up to it Mm -hmm. and then we saw it and i think a that's the drunkest we had ever been to that point on the podcast (laughs) um hell yeah and then i don't think i've ever listened to that oh god we just ripped it a new one i mean we're like warner brothers is gonna cancel us yeah we really thought like if we're ever gonna get like a copyright infringement thrown at us it's right now um (laughs) but so good I mean, I'm not like excited, but I'll see it. And I'm curious what they're going to do because it was pretty much unanimous. Like fans were pissed, like with mm-hmm. the stuff that they changed. So it I feel like they're going to have to really rectify that. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. What, were you guys? I, I mean, I get Jude Law for like two and a half hours. So that's right. Like, yeah, we're that's not going to complain about true. Double Daddy ever. Very true. Dude, Jude Law, <laughs> he fucks, man. <laughs> I, I can get down with especially Jude Law like not even like regular Dumbledore. Jude Law he fucks but like Dumbledore, Dumbledore Jude Law Dumbledore. <laughs> is that what he's oh referred to as God dude yes yeah. we so call good. him Dumble Daddy or Babeldore just Babeldore <laughs> oh those are both so good yeah. dude he God. ultra fucks dude um yeah, yeah I, I want to watch it just for Jude Law Dumbledore alone. That sounds and that's what I would say to go in there thinking like yeah. Ezra Miller's in it too. And yeah. it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Who is he? I don't know. He, he plays. I mean, the, I like I like Newt no. <laughs> a lot. Um, I know he plays the Flash. Flash. Oh, I thought you Lita were asking Lestrange. like who Zoe Ezra Kravitz is. is in it. Zoe Kravitz is in it. I like. Yeah. She's my girl crush. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz is like ultra. I don't know. Big. I. I mean, what they did to the original series story like i'm really big on not really going back and changing canon uh because i think that just ruins a lot of things and... oh i heard the cursed child uh is the poster <laughs> oh, child God, for that here one. we go <laughs> don't even get us started on that you thought my rant about uh half-blood prince was bad buckle up um but we to... To what we were talking about <laughs> yes God, yeah we probably see? should what what's you guys's like what would you what's your answers Oh, from um, I would want to see. Yeah, yeah. I think a founders, some sort of founders show or story. Ooh, that's a good answer. Like Ravenclaw, Slytherin, Gryffindor, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, and how they came to be. Were they friends before? Were some of them lovers? Like, what was the? If they could make it into like a Game of Thrones as Harry Potter HBO show, that would be my shit, and it could go on forever. Yeah. Until, oh fuck like, yeah! I'm I'm an idiot. My answer is Merlin. 
I was going to say yeah. that. I know. Yeah. Like I said, I was like, I feel like I had an answer for this, but I can't think of it. My brain is just broken. Yeah. It's Merlin. Just show me anything to do with Merlin. And I'm yeah. good. Um, I think for a long time, mine was the Marauders, but uh, the fan fiction we've been reading, All the Young Dudes, has really scratched that itch, I think, for both of us. Cool. Um, I think either a Founders one or... Hmm. I honestly think the Black family would be fun. I think it would be really crazy uh, and really hard to watch at times, but I think it would be really interesting. Like, Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, like seeing a young Bellatrix and how she interacts with everyone I think would be terrifying and fun to watch. I like yeah. the founder's idea a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I there's just so many things they could do with that. And sure. yeah, yeah, they should definitely. There's so much that's like, that's unwritten that like. Right. It wouldn't be wouldn't hurting anyone's feelings. The... It wouldn't right. be offending anyone. Yeah, they could right. just kind of make a bunch of shit up because we don't really know. Right. We just know these right. major plot points that happen. Right. And everything else is fair game. Right. I just feel like that would too also be like the least controversial because they could go away from anything they wanted to go away from. Um, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, show me show me five episodes of Salazar Slytherin training little baby basilisk. Like, right? Okay, sit. <laughs> or like him and Godric <laughs> getting in a fight. And also, was he always a shifty bastard? Like, who yeah. knows? Right. Maybe he was once a really cool dude. And he got corrupted. I don't know. Probably yeah, not. there's, there's a lot of races. Probably, sucked, but... <laughs> Probably not. But I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> I think there's also a possibility to mirror the like Dumbledore Grindelwald thing, except it gives the series a chance to like add in more diversity up front. So yeah. what if what if Slytherin and Gryffindor were gay? What if they had a relationship and their falling out was more than just we disagree on some fundamental core values? Also, like I can't date you anymore. I don't know. Like there's just so yeah, many things you could, you could do. A lot. Yeah, that yeah. would be. That would be really interesting. A whole new meaning to Gryffindor's sword, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and slithering in. Slithering in. Oh my god. Chamber Dude, I feel like an entire world of Harry Potter um like innuendos <laughs> has, has been opened up for Scott now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Chamber of Secrets. That's real good. Okay. What's the next question, Zach? What else you got? Uh well, you guys had a couple. Who is now that you finished? Seriously, oh. who is your favorite character of the series, and why? <sighs> Do I have to be serious? <laughs> yes, it can't be like Lockhart because, like, ah, Terry Boot. Damn it, Terry Boot. Yeah, uh, Crookshanks. No, in all seriousness, it's it's very very close between Dumbledore and Snape. Who reigns supreme, Scott? But in the end, I think. See, here's the thing. Dumbledore has more high quality like moments, like lines, like badass moments. But I don't think anything he did ever hit me quite as hard as that chapter like the princess tale did and i mean although like part of that was his interaction with dumbledore um 
Making him just really saying tough. chapter names like a true fan. Aren't you guys? Yeah, so it's <laughs> the only one I know. To be That's fair, it's the only one I That's know. That's not true. I bet you can think of another one. Uh, don't test me. This this isn't like that Dieter situation. <laughs> oh, we're right? going to test you. Oh, yeah. We're getting, we're oh, gonna get no. Testing. Please, no. If <laughs> this testies. had been like a month ago, I could have done better, I swear. Uh, I, I, I think I got to go Snape. Okay. I think I got to go Snape. My guy Severus. He he got a he got a real raw deal. I mean, um, he 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 put himself. Let's, he did. Let's, let's set this straight. He, no, he put himself sure. in a real raw. Deal. No, no, no. <laughs> I meant more at just the end, like how how his story kind of resolved. Yeah. Uh, I was not it's fully karma satisfied for bullying with. kids his whole life. I think that's, yeah. that's fair. I mean, that's when true. you're an abusive prick, I mean. Ugh. <laughs> accurate accurate um yeah I'll, I'll go with severus uh although it is, it is very very hard because i do love dumbledore it is very very hard a lot dumbledore has br- the most like quotable like best lines throughout the series like hands down like, for sure he's also machiavelli like he just pulls yeah. all the yeah he is super cool yeah he's cool as hell that dude has swagger I mean, we talk yeah. about it all the time. Dude's got the biggest. Energy he does. In what is room, it? Dude. What is it? Energy. What is it? He tells Harry like uh, when they're like, it came out what he even does, but he tells them something effective like, yeah, "There are privileges to being me, Harry," or something. He turns it's off. Like one like, of my most more brilliant yeah. moments, if I had. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. He's, well, he's so in the cool. cave, and he's he... like, "I'm much cleverer." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm much older and much more clever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, I just there was some one other thought, random thought that popped into my head about uh, the last movie. People are just apparating around Hogwarts, like kind of nonstop in that movie. Is like that it's, ever it's, it's addressed? Supposed to be said that like the defensive enchantments and stuff that are put around the school, like okay, have fallen. Fair enough. Fair enough. I did have that thought. I was like, boy, people are just apparating everywhere in here. And that that wasn't supposed to be a thing. But OK, anyway, random thought. We also don't know that, like, maybe like that could have been something that Snape changed as a. Um, yeah, he flipped like, that what, breaker in the basement. Yeah, to turn exactly. Off, to turn that off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, uh, no apparating breaker for sure. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We thought that episode 50 and the conclusion of our Harry Potter We Don't Want a series is a good time to let you guys know what we have in the chamber for our next big adventure. Scotty and I are going to be diving deep into the world of Game of Thrones. (laughs) Who could have seen that coming? Yeah, um, you know, we've kind of briefly teased it a little bit, and Scott was being a real bitch and didn't want me to tell you guys about it. True! Um, but but we're here now to tell you that we are going to be diving into the Game of Thrones show on HBO. Uh, we are both huge fans. Uh, I actually owe my, my uh, love and passion for Game of Thrones to Scotty Westside himself. 
Actually, we kind of owe our entire friendship to that show, if we're being that's, honest. So. That's honestly, <laughs> I mean, that and board games. Yeah, like. true. True, true. Both Scott and I have obviously watched Game of Thrones in its entirety. Uh, we've both watched the first several seasons multiple, multiple, multiple times. And Many something times. very interesting happened when this, when season eight came out. And uh, we know that some of you may have some feelings about season eight, but neither Scott or I have revisited that show since watching season eight uh, when it was airing. Yeah, which is what, two plus years ago now? It's been a hot minute. And normally I would have basically like a yearly rewatch of the entire series when, you yeah. know, before the new season came out. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, the world kind of turned on Game of Thrones after season eight. Uh, I was never as down on it as was popular. Yeah, the masses, the popular opinion was. But for whatever reason, yeah, I have not gone back to it. I've only seen season eight the one time. And I've not gone back to the series since. So we thought it would be fun to dive back in, to explore it, to see if... Season 8 did indeed, as so many claim, ruin the entire show as a whole. Right, right. If that's overblown, what our feelings are on it now, kind of a a retrospective with with new perspective Um, you know several put that on a t-shirt right now uh (laughs) you know several years later from the ending of the show from the controversial ending so i i am excited to check it out uh again you know we're kind of coming full circle here zach and i have both experienced something that each other has loved and the other hasn't and then we also have now done something that neither of us had any experience with in wheel of time and now we're coming full circle back to something we both love so yeah we're covering all the bases here definitely so uh, we may have a little bit of a different approach uh, as this is obviously not something that we don't want to mm-hmm. um but look we're just gonna be real with you guys we don't really give a fuck uh, this is our show, and we're going to talk about what we want to fucking talk about. And Hell we yeah. hope you guys are here for it. Uh, we know a lot of you guys out there are Game of Thrones fans, uh, so we really hope that everybody wants to uh, maybe give the show another shot if you've been down on it, or, hey, maybe experience it for the first time if you've never dived in. So um, we are expecting this to be going up in the springtime. We don't have a date set yet, uh, so just obviously stay tuned. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod to stay in the loop with that, and we will, um, you know, let you guys know as more details come out. Yeah, and again with uh, HBO releasing supposedly this year, House of the Dragon, uh, never been a better time to get into or re get into Game of Thrones. So yeah, join us for that. Definitely, definitely. Well, with that being said, uh, that was the longest ad break in the history of fucking <laughs> podcasting. Uh, back to the show. What's uh, next? So, other questions. Did any did anything surprise you? Did any character or person surprise you? I mean, sure. There was there was plenty that surprised me. Like, uh, you know, I made a big deal about how. Snape being in love with Lily 
uh, definitely caught me by surprise, even though I feel I feel foolish. I feel like I should have seen that coming. But that definitely surprised me. Um, so like initial feelings towards characters. Like, okay, did sure. anything change? Uh, Neville is, is the big one. Um, Neville surprised so me because good, dude. he was so yeah. lame at the gate. I'm sure I spent plenty of time on the first several episodes of the podcast ranting about how lame Neville was. And then the last couple biggest episodes, glow up. Yes, he does. Uh, the last couple episodes were the exact opposite where I just ranted and raved about how great Neville was. Uh, so his character definitely surprised me. Um, aside from that, I would say. I was a little surprised at how much depth uh, they gave to Draco. Mm-hmm. Um, to be fair, I feel like there could have been even maybe a little bit more. Yeah. But he's not just this. The way he starts out is just this like bully, like, you know, like rich kid, pretentious asshole. Mm-hmm. to in the later books you know he he does have this very like emotional journey and you know struggle with what's happening the things he is doing the things he feels like he is being forced to do that i thought was very good um so I, th- there was more nuance to, uh nuance to that character than i would have first thought um dude tom felton's execution of that for sure. Uh, he's definitely of the younger actors. I feel like he was always the best for sure. Um, he was a couple years older than. Yeah. Than, he, he, yeah. he is. A, he oh, is was a few he? Years old. I think like and his performance in half blood Prince is just phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, oh, did Emily just say something positive about the half blood <laughs> Prince movie? No, I said something, <laughs> you I said something positive about Tom Felton. <laughs> Fair enough. Which Fair I'll enough. always do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just, you know, I, I think he just encapsulated that so well. And if you've watched any interviews with him or, you know, anything, he's so opposite of Draco, just like to the core oh, of sure. who he is. Um, so it's just... I think that much more impressive for sure. When you think about he, it, he, he did a great acting job. Um, oh, those are the ones that have, stand out in my mind as like character surprises. Did you, were there any deaths that shocked you or like what deaths maybe upset you the most upset? Yeah. What was the hardest upset for you? You heard it here. <laughs> when it's did real. You get it's canon. <laughs> um, the suddenness and abruptness of Lupin's death really, really hurt. Uh, just because it just like it happened off screen and we just like walk in and yeah, there's Lupin's body. And, you know, I love Lupin and that that hurt. Um, as far as like emotional like deaths, like Dobby's really hit hard. That one. That one honestly might be like the hardest hitting death in the series for me. That seems crazy because of Dumbledore's, but uh, I still cry every the time. The Dobby death is so good. Yeah, it was so well so executed. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um oddly enough, the Hedwig death really hit me hard. Uh I don't think that, that's odd at all, man. Well, it was just, I mean, it's a 
it's an owl. Uh, no, but it's like his last yeah. ounce of innocence that he had. <laughs> For sure. It's gone. I think it was just like, it was so tragic because like, yeah. She was just helpless in the cage, and it just like oh, right. sucks for her. Um, plus, like the, the as those books gave went on, the more personality that Rowling was giving to Hedwig, I I always greatly mm-hmm. appreciated. Um, I would say those are the big ones. Obviously, the obvious answer is you know the Dumbledore one, and it was extremely well written. It was extremely good, but there was also that aspect to it that of like. <clears throat> There's more here than meets the eye. Like, you know, I always felt like something was going on between him and Snape and that there was more to the death than, than it first appeared on the tower. <clears throat> so it almost didn't hit me emotionally as hard because there was just too much intrigue behind it. Like, I needed to know the backstory. Uh, mm-hmm. I, so, so for that reason, I think probably Dobby's death is the one that affected me the most. Um, and just like the abruptness of the Lupin one was just like a gut punch. Yeah. So did you not give a fuck about Sirius? Like, did you not think that one was very or abrupt? Fred or when he's like laughing? And he um, that one sucked. Yeah, the Fred one. The Fred one sucked. Um, that one hit me a little less hard because I was. That came right after the Fiendfire sequence. So which I hated. So I was kind <laughs> of like a little mentally checked out. And it was like. Oh, okay. Fred died. That that sucks. I mean, I like Fred, uh, but it did hit me less hard for that reason. Um, what was the one you just asked serious. about? Serious. Se- I ser- feel like serious. Yeah. It's pretty abrupt. I just never liked Serious very much. It, it I was mean, abrupt. I, I understand. I just, I just never much cared for him. Um. Also, I definitely feel like I saw that one coming, didn't I, Zach? Where he was yeah. like. There was the big like emotional. There was a couple like, really emotional, like a farewell, right? Um, a big farewell. Yeah. It's the whole Game of Thrones thing where it's like, oh, see, I'll see you right after this, son. You know, and it's like, oh, that person's mm-hmm. definitely gonna die. Um, <laughs> so I think I knew that was coming, and I just didn't love Sirius that much. So now I guess that one didn't hit me that hard. What but about Dobby? Yeah, one? What about Dumbles? Oh God, I talked about Dumbles. Oh, yeah, you did talk. about. There was so much intrigue behind it. I was more just like curious about what was happening. I mean, it was it was rough. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But Aragog's death, dude, that's the. Yes, definitely. Definitely Aragog's. (laughs) Foghorn Slughorn just trying to get his friggin venom. So funny. So do you have a a highlight of the series like the standout moment of like this could be the reason that you are dare i say a fan um i mean these answers definitely like the snape pensive chapter yeah. i won't say its name now because you gave me such a hard time about it. <laughs> and you made me feel you self-conscious might, you might have to jog my memory what what yeah. was what chapter was? i can uh, you'll have to jog my memory i don't remember i don't think i've ever remembered a chapter name <clears throat> anyway um, I feel like easily that was my favorite chapter in the whole series. Um, it's just so well done and so emotional and just like recontextualized so much of the series as a whole. Uh, you know, go listen to that episode if you want to hear my full thoughts. Uh, 
Well, I didn't really give thoughts. It was more incoherent ramblings that episode, but you know. <laughs> I will say I loved in that episode that you just read a lot. Oh, well, that, yeah. Um, Thanks. <laughs> She's I like, I don't want to hear that. I just yeah, yeah. Know exactly. <laughs> I think it's fun because listening, like, on your journey, like, at the beginning, you're like, this is bullshit. Like, I don't like this. Yes. And then you're like, I couldn't even take notes. Right. Like, no. I just have to read it. Yeah, I legitimately did not know what else to do because it was like that heel turn, man. Well, it was like, you know, what I tried to do throughout the series with my notes was like summarize parts where I could. And if there was something especially like really good quote or some really good writing, I would have to single it out and quote it out. But it was just like every single freaking paragraph in that chapter was like, this is phenomenal. I have to, you know, read this verbatim. So that's (laughs) I mean, that's easily you're 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 a good reader, too. Oh, thanks, buddy. Definitely. Like, like me listening back to that episode, I was like, like, I feel like oftentimes when I listen back to an episode, I'm like kind of just listening for fun and just like, Mm -hmm. ah, you know, like we were being. Ah, we're so dumb. (laughs) Uh, But like, I was like listening, dude, like intently. I was like, oh man, this is coming up next. Oh my God. This is, I mean, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Good for you, buddy. To have. Oh, thanks, pal. To have all that amazing like snape reveal stuff and then to like just still having the chamber to finish that chapter oh by the way harry has to die and dumbledore knew it the entire time like to to add that bombshell on top of like all the other bombshells everything else that had happened to that point i mean it is the culmination of so much that had been built up throughout the series and you know it, it less you know a lesser book or a lesser author it would have been easy to drop the ball in that situation like you've built up all these things like you just maybe fumbled the execution but you know to her credit she did not and it was phenomenal so yeah yeah i would i would even say it's it's even a little backwards like i mean a lot was built up but i just feel like the payoff was even more than i could have hoped for with not to say that the setup was bad or anything like that. Like I just, I I remember reading the first time thinking, wow, this is like grand. This mm-hmm. is, this is big. There's a lot going on, you know? And uh, although I felt like there was a lot going on throughout the whole series, I, I don't think I ever really like, it, it never felt like it was too deep to like, I, it, it never really felt like it was more than like just barely beyond surface level, you know? For sure. Yeah. It gave so much depth to, not only Snape, but Dumbledore. And I think yeah. in like that chapter, especially like there are certain people that just instantly looked at Dumbledore extremely differently. Yeah. After Scott like, did immediately well, did. Him yeah. and yeah, loving him did. for like seven books, pretty much. Right. So that's such a pivotal moment. And the fact that it's like so close to the end of yeah. the entire series, I think is so impressive. It's, it's, completely recontextualizes both Snape and Dumbledore's characters like like you said right at the end of the series which but is, fluidly like it's yes. not yeah. like it's not forced it's yeah it's yeah, not it's so it's good. very well done um I think about the, you you even see like different sides of Dumbledore that we've never we've seen maybe glimpses of but we've never truly explored like when he like just straight up tells Snape like you you disgust me and like right. Harry remarks that like he can't ever remember hearing Dumbledore sound so like 
angry basically yeah um, right it's it's good stuff so i feel like this is we might get a hard divide here from our listeners <laughs> but i feel like this is one of the most device or yeah divisive uh questions and one of the biggest questions uh snape is he a good guy or a bad guy you know, I don't like to see the world in black and white. <laughs> the world isn't split between good guys and yes, death eaters. Yes, the death eaters, oh, exactly. Listen to your boy Sirius, the best piece of wisdom that he ever passed on. Um, He's not, he's, no, he's not, quote unquote, an a good guy. He's not even really an anti-hero. To be honest, he's... He's a gray Jedi. <laughs> sure <laughs> he he did he was a bad person that did a lot of bad things that when lily potter died and basically shattered his entire world he then spent the rest however many years of his life basically doing focusing so hard on one thing to atone for you know what he felt like were his sins um is is the read i get on it does that make him then a good guy probably not no because to emily's point uh earlier he regularly bullies children and <laughs> you know uses his position of authority to yeah be a dick to little kids a lot of times um so no i don't think he is a good guy he did some he did some good things but i almost feel like they were all almost so exclusively kind of for like for selfish reasons exactly his motivation um, behind everything, I think, is what you use to make this decision and this argument. So, like, his only redeeming quality is that he loved Harry's mom. Right, and right. to be fair, it wasn't even really love. Like, it was an obsession. Mm -hmm. It was an yeah, infatuation exactly. with it. She never felt that way about him. She right. just was trying to be nice to him. And so he just fucked her over one too many times and she was like i can't deal with you anymore like you're toxic to my health and i can't put up with your bullshit anymore sure. right. so like he's you... just kind of a narcissist who yeah. couldn't let her go and he's still obsessed with her after her death and, yeah. and it's like sure he did things to like help protect harry but only because he was backed into a corner by dumbledore and still had this obsession like unhealthy obsession of lily wanted to save his own ass and i i don't like i don't think he's a good guy but i do think he's a good character yes definitely. Sure. like i yeah. i definitely get that like he's a very compelling interesting character but when we're saying is he good or bad hmm? right he's not good there's there's a difference between a good and bad character and a good and bad person like right. those things right. are very very different i I would like to unpack something a little bit. What you said, Sam, there. Um, do you think there was ever at any point that Snape's Snape's efforts 
was there some part of him that truly did care for Harry? Like, and that some of him... I think only to the extent that he was the last thing of Lily. But I think he got so overwhelmed with how much Harry reminded him of James. Sure. That soon enough, that didn't even matter. Right. Because, like, even in the first year, we saw that flashback where Snape comes in in the seventh book and and the flashback and your favorite chapter. And he's Mm -hmm. telling Dumbledore... He's so much like his father. Arrogant. Yeah. Meh, 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 meh. You know, and definitely. I think he maybe wanted to like like him, but he couldn't because of James. Yeah, I I don't think that he cared for him at all. I I don't. I have very similar views to Sam of like he just had an infatuation with Lily that was never returned. And in my opinion, it's a bit creepy. Um Oh, and, oh, definitely, at least when it yeah. started out, it was very creepy. Yeah, I mean, I think he was just doing his job, and he did it well, but no. I mean, I think this is a really refreshing conversation, only because I know a lot of the fandom, when he's their favorite character, mm-hmm. they automatically are like, oh, no, he was good all along, and yeah. like all this stuff, and I'm like, it's really no. nice to hear you say, like, no, like he's a good character, he's not a good right. guy. Um, I feel like listen. I feel like a lot of people are are very um, like when this this is gonna make me sound like a make us sound like pretentious dipshits, but like I feel what else like, are we here for? Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. Look, we're <laughs> not a lot of people sit and acknowledge like how you're processing information and like the difference of like. Uh, like favorite and best or yeah. like, right. you know, like you could ask somebody, like, I mean, and this is obviously much more trivial than like what we're talking about, but like asking somebody, what's your favorite movie? That's not the same question as like, what do you think is the best movie? What right? is the best like, film ever made? Right, yeah. exactly. You know? And so like, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like you, you can't, you can appreciate the character and appreciate like how well the character is written and how compelling their story is. And still right. think they're a, a fucking human piece of shit. Yeah. You know? And I think it's nice because I feel like a lot of people, when they heard that always line, like there was just a huge, like a big eraser. Like romance. In the back. Like yeah. they were like, oh no, he like loved her, his mom so much. I'm like she was a married woman. So that's weird. And like <laughs> she, he literally <laughs> abused her child for several years. And not only him, because like if he's mad at James still, whatever, like, James is a prick too, but like he also bullied Neville. He bullied Hermione. He bullied Ron. I mean, all the he bullied anybody really. that was any student it, <laughs> that wasn't in his own house. Yeah, but I also so, I'm kidding, of point, course. I do think he did feel a little bit of guilt from telling the prophecy to Voldemort. Yeah, and yeah. like essentially getting them killed. Like yeah. obviously, when he did have such a strong attachment to Lily, he did harbor that guilt for the rest of his life and mm-hmm. wanted to like atone for that. I think that's mm-hmm. the only thing that he kind of wanted to atone for, because I think we saw that he wasn't ever sorry about how he treated Harry. No. He wasn't ever sorry. And he still harbored those resentments and animosity towards Lupin, towards serious people who bullied him. And he also, you know, did mean shit to them when they were in school from the little bit that we saw. I'm also thinking about what we're reading. All yeah. <laughs> we got to separate the two. Canon. <laughs> Um, but I, I just think that that's really his only redeeming thing was that little bit of guilt that he felt. And even then it's like, 
he shouldn't have felt that because he shouldn't have been so attached to Harry's mom in the first place. Sure. And he only felt it about her. Like he only asked Dumbledore to protect her, not right. Harry, mm-hmm. not Harry, not or James. James, yeah. Um. So I think guilt is his motivating <clears throat> factor. I mean, did he keep Harry safe? Sure, physically, mentally, no, not really. Okay. Um. But I don't know. I mean, he's such a complex character, and I think it's hard to because. I love Alan Rickman as mm. an actor and his portrayal, I think is like the best of yeah. any Spot on. portrayal in the entire series. Yeah. yeah. So it also makes it hard, right. To like separate those two. Definitely. Right. So for, for our listeners, everybody's, you know, very familiar with this, but Scott, you may not know this. Um, before the series was even done, uh, JK Rowling told uh, Alan oh, Rickman yeah. I did hear about that. Uh, you did hear that? Yeah, in the first mm-hmm. film. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And so we see, you know, I whether whether this was intentional or not, there's like, you know, you'll see like a people have made like montages of like clips of Alan Rickman's Snape performance where he's showing off more of like a protective nature yeah. uh than you necessarily get in the books. Uh, a really like the scene that people point out is when Lupin turns into the werewolf in mm-hmm. uh, Azkaban. Uh, he he, he like he steps in front of the kids and like puts them behind his arms, like kind of with his arms outward. To, See, to I them. knew he was a good person. Right. <laughs> I, I think too. Like I pointed this out uh, to my husband when we were rewatching, and I said, you know, I, like I paused it and looked at him, and I was like, you know, I think a lot of times when. Snape is someone's favorite character and they don't think he's a bad guy is because they just watch the films. Yes, that's it. There's no abuse, really. I mean, there's there's less. He whacks him on the head. He pulls up his sleeves and he like puts their heads down and where he like him and Harry kind of spar, but not too much. You know, there's not the abuse of Neville, really. There's not like basic. I mean, there's the insufferable know it all line to Hermione, but overall a lot of that's erased and i think it's because you know that's that's a lot to put in a film but um yeah i mean i also don't see alan rickman ever being able to do that so yeah also just how do you dislike alan rickman like you can't you fucking don't that's the answer fucking don't fucking Mm -hmm. don't right uh yeah the the only reason i asked the reason i brought up the do you think he ever cared about harry thing is just like he went to some lengths like Snape went to some fucking lengths to do everything that he did. And it just popped into my head of like, boy, did he really go through all that? Did he really do all that just because, you know, you know, at some point, I'm sure it was he had no choice. Like, what is he going to like in book six? Be like, hey, Voldy, turns out. I betrayed you, but I'm kind of sick of doing right, that. So right. I want to be on your side now. That obviously won't work. Uh, so at some point he had no choice, but he did. I think at some point he did have a fealty to Dumbledore. Like sure. after all those years of teaching, I think he did develop that loyalty to Dumbledore. And For like sure. he knew he had to see his mission through to the end. I think too, he yeah. knew Dumbledore would have completely obliterated him. Like it's a side of Dumbledore, like we said, that we didn't see when he interacted with Snape. Mm. And I feel we see him really just interact with Harry for the most part. And he's a lot different with adults than he is with the students. Yeah. Um, and I think that if Dumbledore had any inkling 
that he had betrayed him for as much as like putting his own neck on the line to protect Stape and like tell everyone he's good right. now or whatever, he would have ended him. I mean, it just, I think he would have incapacitated him to some degree. I don't think he would have ended him. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I don't Dumb- think he would have killed him. I okay, think he would have right, just, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not Dumble's style. He's no. got style though. We know he does. He does. He does. He's got to admit. He's like, he's, he's like Spider-Man. He's never going to kill anyone, but he's, <laughs> you know, yeah. But so I also I, think to your point after Dumbledore died, he still saw it through, which I think maybe right. is like what you were all also getting at. Like he, why did he still feel the need to like go to all those links and like get the sword and put it in the pool and make sure mm-hmm. Harry found it. And like all these other things that he still did. Um, I think was just a loyalty to his I, I think, yeah, loyalty like, and also, just still like his guilt. Like he, he just the the thing is though is like I I definitely I believe that the Snape that died and for maybe a year or so leading up to that was definitely a different person and calculated sure. things differently than than probably you know his entire life we're obviously looking at everything as one picture right like he is one person he's one character so no he's not a good guy but that doesn't mean that your mindset can't shift or be taught or learn from your errors or mistakes yeah again that's a great point no that's a great point i think killing dumbledore was like a pivotal moment yeah honestly and He, he probably felt like like I'm one of the only people in on this shit. Like there's a lot of pressure and responsibility here. And, and I think that all that, all that time under Dumbledore, he probably changed a lot. I mean, yeah. That's, right. And then killing him. He's like, and now I have, I have the right. only information left. I have to see this. Through. That That is, that is an excellent point, Zach, because after that, like from, from the end of book six on it truly was a, hundred percent thankless job that he was doing like he was doing a lot behind the scenes to like protect the kids uh mm-hmm. at hogwarts uh and he is on quote unquote the side of the good guys but they all hate him right you know they he is the man that killed dumbledore to them they hate him he constantly has to be you know like on guard like occlumenzing his ass off when he's around you know like voldy at all times like right he he did you know a lot to quote unquote redeem himself in i feel like the last you know couple years whatever of his life but does that make him overall a good person i think we can all agree is no but it's not a simple answer of no he was bad he was always bad he never did anything good you know right yeah i wonder too if maybe seeing how voldemort was manipulating draco also shifted something in him yeah because i feel like that mirrored him a lot because he kind of joined the death eaters while he was still at hogwarts and all of that but i think um the mission uh tom felt felt and draco was given um was much more significant and much more severe than anything that snape had seen to that point right so i feel like maybe that did soften him um, and he took more of a protector role after that. Right. We're, we're all also being like incredibly compassionate and thoughtful of all this. Like, like, look, there, there it comes. There are definitely no, listen, like there definitely could be the simple, like quote unquote, Slytherin way of thinking like, okay, he can't go to Voldemort and be like, uh, like 
Hey, dude. Hey, this is what up? happened. He can't go. He can't go to the good guys because they right. they all hate him. Like the dude has nowhere to go, but right. continue doing what he's already doing. You know, like yeah. it's like that's that's the safest thing for him to do. You know, um, is to just stay put and do what what he's been doing. I mean, I, I don't know. I I just think that it's it's really fascinating to to think about like all the what ifs and um. There's not a lot of characters I think that are written like this that that spark this much conversation yeah. um, and uh, divisiveness in in fiction. Jamie Lannister is one of the only other ones that I can think of that is like this. Oh, God, he's he's the best. <laughs> um, I'm sorry to keep doing this, but while we're talking about uh, Snape specifically. I was reminded of something else from the last movie that I did really like, which was a change from the book. Uh, the scene when Harry confronts Snape directly, like in the Great Hall, mm-hmm. I thought was really, really phenomenal, um, which was not in the books. He just kind of slinked around underneath the cloak of invisibility the entire time. But uh, like, you know, when he confronts him and is like, how dare you stand where he stood and, you know, gets all pissed at him. And then McGonagall and him have their duel. Uh, I thought that mm-hmm. was excellent. So I, I wanted to mention that and forgot. So cool. sorry. Good, 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 good. Good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what did you think? Yeah. That reminds me. What did you think of the little, like, I always wanted to use that spell moment? Oh, I hated I it. Oh, Zachary my God, I loved it. it. <laughs> yeah, no, I hated it. I, I love it, it so it. much. Maggie Smith is such a sweetheart, dude. I like McGonagall, uh, uh. but I did not like that. Yeah, oh, you fucking bitch. Cornball. You know what I hated about that is that they put Molly Weasley in place of my girl Pomona Sprout. Yeah. And they just didn't get Pomona in. Yeah, did they even cast She wasn't even in that movie. Yeah. No. Dude, total sidebar. Have you guys house. seen like <laughs> you guys seen like TikToks of this woman, the lady that plays uh Professor Sprout? Oh, she's a loose cannon, Dude, man. She is fucking insane dude what I love she do? <laughs> she's, she's hilarious crazy she's bad shit dude she's amazing yeah. nice I have awesome. there's an interview with her and dan that you guys will have to watch i'll send a link to you it's so funny like oh it's so funny i can't That's she's funny. so crazy so while we're on the subjects of houses mm. did we ever learn what so <laughs> then, you, you just you took the segue um, yeah, no. so I've been doing this for a while. Though. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, you totally, you got it, man. The pro over here. So I think, uh, it's time, Scotty. What oh, no. what type of Harry Potter fan would you be if you've never Not one done at all the Pottermore <laughs> fan or Pottermore quiz? Dude, you know chapter names. You're one of us. I'm I sorry. know a chapter name. This is so unfair. I am being Harry Potter bullied over here into bullied into being a, a quote unquote fan. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so I have to take the quiz. Yeah, is that that is that's the plan? That's We're doing the whole this thing here on the okay. pod. I, yeah. What what do I it, Google? Just Potter it's on the Wizarding World website. Oh yeah, it's not you're Pottermore probably gonna anymore. Have to, huh? You're going to have to make an account, so this oh. may take a minute. So what's new with everybody? How's, <laughs> How's life? Oh, life's great, man. I started but, reading Dune today. Well, oh, dude, so I, good. Emily, did you I read Dune? Back up. I'm almost done. Okay. 
It's so good. If you guys ever do a Dune episode, bring me on. Hell Love yeah. It. Okay. Have you read all the books? No, I just read the first one. I read you it should read the them all. They're good. Yeah. I like it. It's they, a lot of detail, but I like it. Apparently, they're not like a an actual like, like series. series. Like it just like jumps all over the mm. place, which I don't know how I feel about. It wants my birthday. I don't feel comfortable giving. That <laughs> oh my god, you're like internet. you're like the old people I speak I'm, to every day I, at work. <laughs> what, what do you need I my am, birthday for? I think I'm the oldest person to ever take this quiz for the first time. <laughs> I have not doubt it. I have. My dad's taking it. Okay, while while he's doing this, have you guys? Did you guys watch the the tournament of houses? Oh God, dude! I how watched, bad is it? I watched literally like fifteen minutes of it, it's and I was like, so "No, bad! It's really bad." People don't know the answers. Oh, yeah, it's like the simplest Lord. of questions. And I'm like, uh, why didn't they just recruit Sam and I? Would I be (laughs) better at trivia than these people? Probably. Most most questions, yes. Like there was one that really pissed me off. This was the question where I had turned it off. Um, It was like in the Triwizard Tournament, who transfigures themselves into a shark? And I was. They couldn't get that. And it took them. It took them so long. Hmm. I don't think it was Harry. I don't think it was Harry. It wasn't Cedric. So, Uh, like, here's the thing. This is all the production. Are you kidding me? This is the production team. This is the production team. Yeah. They're telling them like, hey, you guys have to try and talk through it, make it sound interesting. Oh, sure. sure. Right. Right. That to me is not interesting. Level of drama, but it's just like. Dude. Okay. So I think maybe you stopped right before one of the next questions was. Was something like um, of of all the basically like who was uh, Lupin like on the Marauders nicknames? Oh yeah, I and and that one and too. one of them they're that. talking through it, and he's like, "Well, he could be Padfoot because he was uh, a werewolf, and they have pads on their feet." No, it's got to be Mooney. Like, so what the fuck, dude? This is so terrible. I was screaming at my TV. I was just like, this is some bullshit, insulting, like, awful. It was sounds terrible. like great television. <laughs> dude, it's fucking garbo, dude. <laughs> okay, um, I am ready. Uh, right, I am go. about to click on the button. It says here, discover your Hogwarts house. Adorn the sorting hat to be placed into your rightful Hogwarts house. The sorting hat's decision is final. I wasn't nervous until I read that, guys. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> final. I heard that the sorting hat takes my choices into account. Uh, also, there's a picture of the sorting hat, and it looks like it's made of paper mache, and I don't know what that's about. All right. Uh, the first question, do you want me to just to narrate what I'm doing yeah, here? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Plan? Walk okay. us through this. Might as well. River yeah. or forest? Uh that's actually hard because I like a, a nice river in a forest. Um, I'll go river, even though I can't swim. Um, how would you like to be known to history? The options are the great, the wise, the bold, or the good. Definitely not the good. Uh, the bold is lame. Uh, the wise is that's just a little try hard. We'll go with the great because Peter the Great is 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 a great, great nickname. Who the fuck's Peter the Great? (laughs) 
you make me sad sometimes. Um, if what you is can- that? Hold on. What is that? You don't know who Peter the Great is? I can't help you. You don't know what a bosom is. You don't know what anything. <laughs> you don't know what Chekhov's gun means. I just, I just can't help you buddy. sometimes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, if you could have any power, which would you choose? Uh, the power to read minds. No, thank you. Power to change the past. Interesting. Power of invisibility. Power to speak to animals, no. Um, superhuman strength, eh. Power to change your appearance at will. That one's surprisingly tempting. Um, I didn't know you were so vain, Scotty. No, it's just, you could just get a lot of, you could get away with a lot of shenanigans with that <laughs> one. Um is man? Is anybody going to be surprised at this? At this result? <laughs> no. no. The last question, I think, summed it up. <laughs> the power to change the past—that's that's not bad. But you know, there's the whole—I've seen too many time travel stories. Like that always turns out bad. Yeah. Um, when you try to change the past, invisibility. Like I feel like there's equal amounts of hijinks you could get up to with invisibility or appearance changing. Hmm. Superhuman strength. No, it's just kind of dude. Fuck superhuman strength. Yeah. Is there a more? Is there a more vanilla ass power? That's the thing. It's too vanilla ass. I love that it's not like, oh, what superpower could I have? It's like, what shenanigans could I get away with? No, that's definitely it. The one I really want isn't on here. Teleportation is easily the best power. Well, Uh, well, any wizard can can apparate. <laughs> no one said I was a wizard. I guess if I'm well, being sorted, I'm You're a wizard. A Listen, guys, also, I, you're a Harry Potter fan, I, so <laughs> I didn't think this through. <laughs> Very well. uh, okay. One, go with your gut. I'm, I'm gonna uh, informal survey. Do you think I could get away with more if I was invisible? If I could change, I'm thinking change Probably my changing appearance. Changing your appearance because, yeah. like, then I could be like, fun. I could like change into Zach and go like ruin his relationships, and that'd be funny. So let me ask you this. I ask everybody this when it yeah. comes down to a debate of somebody's character. If you had the option between the ability to fly or the ability to be invisible, what would you choose? Fly. <laughs> Easy I think fly. You should go with shape shifting. Oh yeah. Can I change into wings? Can I change into wings? <laughs> yeah, just you wings, would just though. be one wing. Just one giant <laughs> wing. Um, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Teleportation is number one on the superhero list or the power list. Flying is number two. Those are the best two powers. Okay. Uh, which nightmare would frighten you the most? Is standing on top of something very high and realizing suddenly that there are no hand or footholds nor any barrier to stop you from falling. Not really. I'm not that bad at heights. Uh, being forced to speak in such a silly voice that hardly anyone can understand you and everyone laughs at you. Has I do that for free to our podcast. Yeah, so that's not it. <laughs> um, waking up to find that neither your friends nor your family have any idea who you are. That's a bit existential. Spider-Man. Sorry, what? Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> sorry, Sam. Uh, I, don't, I don't really like Marvel, so it's okay. Okay, but that was the end of Spider-Man No Way Home anyways, right? So, it's fine. I haven't seen any. I don't like Hell yeah. Spider-Man. It's fine. I didn't spoil the new one. I just spoiled the <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. 
Wait, isn't the uh, new one No Way Home? Yes, it is. Okay, so well, you, so you the just spoiled the one? new one. Far from home, far from home. My fucking oh, bad. Do they all have home in them? Yes, they all. Yeah, do I'm finished with my home. bourbon now. I'm sorry, I'm getting my Spider-Man it's... movies confused. We're cutting that out. Go. <laughs> no, hell no. We're leaving yeah, it. No. We're leaving it. Zach will leave everything in, <laughs> yeah. despite what you tell him to do. Otherwise, uh, so I don't. Oh, know I'm editing this one. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the last luck. choice. The last choice is here, an eye at the keyhole of the, an eye at the keyhole of the dark, uh, windowless room in which you are locked. Uh, none of these are that bad. I guess friends and family. I am a bit of a loner, so this wouldn't bother me as I feel like as much as it would bother others, but it still wouldn't be great. Okay, I'm rereading this last one, and I understand it more now. We're going to go with an eye at the keyhole of the dark when listening to which you were locked. Uh, four goblets are placed before you. Which should you choose to drink? The smooth, thick... I don't like the where this sentence is going. Hell yeah. Read, read it with a sultry voice, please. The smooth, thick, <laughs> richly purple drink that gives off a delicious smell of chocolate and plums... Do chocolate and plums go well together? Dude, I'm feeling down on my plums, dude. Dude, it's just going to give me the worst (laughs) diarrhea I've ever had in my life, chocolate and plums. Uh, The mysterious black liquid that gleams like ink and gives off fumes that make you see strange visions. Yeah, I want to drink black ink. Um, the foaming, frothing, silvery liquid that sparkle sparkles as though containing ground diamonds. I don't want to drink any of these. Uh, the golden liquid so bright. Got a little bit of Edward Edward coming there, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robert Pattinson juice. <laughs> I would drink all the Robert Pattinson juice. Same dude. <laughs> Big same. Uh, the golden liquid so bright that it hurts the eye, which makes sunspots dance all around the room. Um. I honestly don't want to drink any of these, but if I have to choose one, oh, chocolate and plums, uh, I'll go with the golden liquid because <laughs> that makes me think it might be liquid luck uh, and I want to go gambling. Um, which okay. would you rather be liked, trusted, feared, envied? Imitated or praised? <laughs> mm, this is a very loaded question. <laughs> um, definitely not imitated. Envied, maybe. <laughs> Feared, I don't really care. Trusted. I want people to trust me so I can lie to them more. <laughs> That's a very effective way of lying is just get people to trust you. <laughs> Uh, I don't Jeez. care if I'm liked at all. Uh, feared, I don't really care. Indeed. Would you guys believe about- if I told you that Scott and I used to manage people together? <laughs> Can you believe that shit? You're like two different cop. sides of uh, management. Oh, One yeah. is oh, like rather actually, be feared yeah. than liked, and the other is rather be liked than feared or whatever. Yeah. So like, yeah, Michael Sp- Scott's philosophies. Yes scared of how much they love you um i'm gonna go with envy because if people envy me i must be doing pretty good pretty good for myself so 
If you were attending Hogwarts, which pet would you choose to take with you? Uh, cats, toads, or owls? This is easy. It's cats. Uh, if you were attending Hogwarts, which pet would you choose? Oh, now I get to choose my cat. All these cats are... Why is everything made of paper mache? Uh, ginger cat, white cat, Siamese cat, tabby cat, black cat. Uh, I do like a nice tabby cat, and we had Siamese cats growing up, but this is easy. It's the big old orange kitty cat, preferably fat. Um, ginger cat. Left or right? Wow, this these questions are getting hard, guys. Uh, right. I'm right-handed. So, easy. The sort... Oh, boy. Wow, they saved the hardest question for last. The sorting hat is ready to make its decision, you guys. Are we ready for this? Drum ready. roll. <laughs> no one reacted. Yeah, all. we're just like, dude, we are... We knew... We're so sick of this already. <laughs> Uh, continue. How shocked would we be if he's not? If he's like a Hufflepuff. You're a Slytherin. Shocking. Shock of ages. Pride, ambition, cunning. You probably know that some of Slytherin's most renowned members include Severus, Snape, and Bellatrix Strange. But did you know Merlin himself was a Slytherin? (laughs) Hell yes, I did, because he's rad. Uh, or that, according to legend, the ribbon of a first-class order of Merlin is green to reflect his Hogwarts house. Wait, is that just a legend? They don't know? <laughs> they don't know if the order of... Don't they hand those out to... Wait, say the order all fact the time? Uh, did you know... Or, wait, it says, did you know Merlin himself was a Slytherin? Or that, according to legend, the ribbon of a first-class order of Merlin is green to reflect his... Oh. They're saying it is green, but according to legend, this is why. I yes, gotcha. yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, famous wizarding Slytherins, Lord Voldemort, Draco Malfoy, and Severus Snape. Um, good stuff. I'm sure we're all shocked. Shocked, especially after, especially, <laughs> especially after hearing me talk through rationalize that and, yeah, all that rationalize <laughs> all my bullshit i'm sure we're all shocked that i got slithered <laughs> now i just want to know your uh your wand stats what's the length and oh do we do that do, is that a separate quiz <laughs> yeah there's that and the patronus yeah. How, are those mm-hmm. short I yeah think i think you could probably take them and not tell us your answers and we can uh maybe okay. we can pick some trivia questions while you're doing that okay that sounds uh if I can find them, I went under quizzes tab, and the first, uh, the one I want to see here is how well would you do in Professor Flitwick's charms class? <laughs> oh, there's Dude, so many quizzes. What what you guys don't know is that over the next week, Scott's gonna be glued to this website. Just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Interacting <laughs> with everything. I'm never leaving this web page. Uh, there's this one for Lego Harry Potter quiz because we know how different that is. I feel like if you go to the homepage, maybe like it may not be in the quizzes. It may just be more like discover more about yourself. Obviously, Sam is very familiar with this website. <laughs> this is just an educated guess. <laughs> uh, okay, I see. Discover your Patronus. Uh, I'm more interested in the wand one. Oh, I got sound for this one. I got to turn that off. Sorry, no expecto patronum for you. Okay, uh, I'll do this in the background, dudes. Guys, I so like we play at at work. We play Kahoot with each other all the time. 
like on our teams. And uh, every time somebody like, I don't say it because all my friends like at work know that I do this podcast, but anybody, somebody like anytime somebody brings up doing a Harry Potter Kahoot, I'm like, hell yeah. And then I'm immediately so disappointed because the Harry Potter Kahoots are fucking garbo. They're, <laughs> they're so bad, dude. They're like, name this character and it's like a picture of dan radcliffe like (laughs) god damn dude are you kidding me (laughs) that's very funny yeah we struggle sometimes with trivia questions because it feels like like i have this game this harry potter trivial pursuit which Mm -hmm. gets me a lot of stuff sometimes whenever we have guests on sometimes we do trivia and sometimes i just like to quiz myself um but a lot of them are pretty easy. And then you'll just get one that just hangs you up. And you're just like, where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. But yeah. And then I feel like a lot of the hard questions that you Google are the same across like any sort of website. They just come up with the same hard questions all the time. Right. Like the hardest one that I've ever gotten was to name every single ingredient in Polyjuice Potion. And Holy there was moly. a period of time where I could do that. And I still think I could probably get like seven out of nine. But that's when I was studying really hard Dude. for bar trivia, Harry Potter theme trivia. <laughs> Damn. You know, I've never I've never done like the geeks who drink. I would love to do that. Those uh, trivial pursuit ones can be like so ridiculously like all over the place. Like there was one time when we were a lot younger that uh i mean that me could be that could be 30 years ago Scott. shut your damn face <laughs> uh my patronus is a wolf by the way what oh, that's so cool, cool. That's i hate rad. you ours are like rad. little rodents mine's a, a hair <laughs> like a rabbit <laughs> you suck my wolf's gonna eat your damn rabbit Dude, uh, that's so cool i wanted a bear uh Oh, you can shut up because you're a Stark now. So fuck you. <laughs> shut nice. up because you're a Stark. <laughs> okay, totally fair. Mine uh, is a gray squirrel. I gray squirrel. I'm. So, I love how angry this is making you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, again, so who's shit. the who's the hottest Harry Potter fan in town now? Shit, did I just call myself that? <laughs> um, I can't remember the story I was going to tell. It doesn't matter anyway. But I'm a wolf. Oh, so that's red. That's God. that. That is pretty fucking sick. Dude. Sam, I, I think that if you get Slytherin, you get a cooler Patronus. Because pretty much everyone I know who's in Slytherin has really cool Patronus. I'm tempted to have you retake that and tell me every single answer that you answered so that I can delete <laughs> my account and start a new one. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> not allowed. That's definitely not allowed. If you can't, I literally, you can't cheat. Your, your wizarding world yeah have some have some respect for the harry potter fandoms <laughs> i just think they're wrong i think there's got to be some sort of like willpower in the patronus i think there is like emotionally whenever uh emotionally Tonks wasn't connected yeah <laughs> no i'm not connected to it when Tonks wasn't connected to her patronus anymore it changed to reflect lupins mm. so I feel like if a gray squirrel shot out of my wand when I use the Patronus spell for the first time, I'd be like, well, fuck this shit. This yeah. is not the happy memory that I was trying. That's to not going to scare right off now. any dimensions. This isn't going to yeah. work for me. I need like a baby seal or something. I need something <laughs> oh, baby better. Seal would be good. 
Uh, I love that it's very specific, a gray squirrel, too. Like, it's not just a squirrel. I've Googled what it means, Mm. what the difference is. And I just Googled what the wolf Patronus is. Those who wield a wolf Patronus will protect friends and family with a fierce passion. While first impressions (laughs) can lead one to believe the wolf Patronus belongs to the strong, silent type, they also have a playful side underneath. However, this is only displayed toward trusted individuals. You do have That's a playful kind of side underneath, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if but I you only You have that. to trust people to display that side. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. Gotta have an emotional connection. No, no one-night stands for Scotty. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta really trust to get to my playful side <laughs> well i'm really happy for you that's really cool for you like I'm uh, i didn't realize that this was such a big deal that i was, was like the oh, saltiest compliment cool. yeah well, i'm really happy <laughs> yeah. i'm really happy she literally cool crossed her arms as she said it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 at the beginning of our podcast days when we took the patronus test Sam and I ranted for like a good 10 episodes so about it. Funny. It's, just, it's a pretty tender subject still. I guess like I need to bring this up to my therapist. I'm just realizing how much <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm probably gonna lose sleep. <laughs> okay, I found it. Discover your wand. Oh, oh yay. Yes. they do still do it. Okay. Um oh, man. the amount of dick jokes that are gonna call. come. This is gonna yeah, yeah, literally yeah, yeah. Just thinking that. <laughs> Do your, do your, um, this is like, just about my your... physical features. Oh, it's, it's not going to be, be proportionate. It's not going to be a hard it's religion. It's got to be, pro- <laughs> disagree, strong disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and here come the dick jokes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man, this is uh Sam, you gotta quit T balling them in there for us. Come on. (laughs) Uh I can't help it. I've listened to you guys for so long. My mind just stays there now. Well, you guys can be happy now because I got a shitty wand. Uh (sighs) Uh-oh. My wand is pine wood, which is literally the shittiest wood that exists. (laughs) Uh, by the way, Scott good. Scott works in, in in the furniture industry. Yes, so he he knows. So I know my wood, and I know pine is absolute trash wood that no one should buy furniture of ever. It's uh, really bad. It's so bad. Uh, with dragon heart string core, thirteen inches. Am I right? And unyielding <laughs> flexibility. He's a rigid bitch one. You're a rigid bitch like us. Uh, yay. <laughs> but it's pine, so it's literally going to snap in half at the slightest it's breeze. Split. Yeah. It's, as soon as like winter comes and it gets dry, that thing is just splitting in half. God damn it. Now I'm salty like you guys. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, my, that mine. Yikes. I don't even know. I'm pretty sure mine was like Elm. Can I? It won't let me. And I think mine had a Emily is right. These choices are forever. No. (laughs) (laughs) Or Sam. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. We know now that Scotty is a rigid bitch and he's a Slytherin. (laughs) We'll get you a T-shirt. Am I wearing one? With shitty wood. No. They just had to insult my wood. The one thing I cared about. (laughs) 
<laughs> At least you had the length working for you. You may have. As Drew. <laughs> <laughs> At least I got something. Hey, and if it's if it's one of those uh, curved ones, like like um, crumbs, then you're you're good to go, man. Listen, listen, folks. It it's may not, not be made of. It's how you use it. It's right. It's not the <laughs> highest quality, but there's a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for quantity over quality over here. Definitely. Um, oh boy. So I think there's one one last thing to do to confirm for everybody out there that you are, in fact, a true Harry Potter fan. Oh, uh, and that's to test your Harry Potter knowledge. OK, oh, boy, I'm ready. <laughs> I've been studying. So, I haven't thought about or talked about Harry Potter in six weeks, so I am fresh and ready. <laughs> Sam and M. Uh, picked out some sweet ass questions for you so i'm gonna let i'm gonna let you guys do that sweet ass questions okay uh i will go first okay what name does harry give when he's caught by the snatchers oh um it's it's a it's like a combination of his shitty family isn't it it's like (laughs) it's like vernon dudley Correct. Hey, let's yes. go. By the way, what do I get if I win? What do I get if I win the question? You get 13 inches Usually of wood, buddy. You get- <laughs> Hell yeah. You get all of us taking a drink. Oh, um, hooray. Okay, good, good, good. That's That sounds great. All right, what's next? What a Slytherin oh. question, by the way. What do I get if I win? Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Real. Listen, I am on brand as always. <laughs> Dumbledore has a scar above his left knee that is the perfect map of what? The London Underground. Correct. Dude, let's go, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weird, extraneous <laughs> details are my specialty. <laughs> Okay, well, then this may have to get a little spicier. Okay. Um, what saves Ron's life after he drinks a glass of poisoned mead? Uh, the, the goat turd. Um, Harry shoves like a goat turd in his mouth. That's what I called it. I can't remember what it was actually called. It came from like a goat's stomach or something. A, a, a raisin, raisin bowl. <laughs> I'm so close and yet so you got close. some of the some of the <laughs> correct letters there. But you yeah, you're on the right As Azer Azerbaijan. Uh Abiz. I can't remember. What is it? Abizor Bizor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Are we going hard questions? Yeah. Sure. Fuck Scott. Do it. Yeah, fuck me. What is Fred Weasley's chosen code name on Potter Watch? Oh, it's uh, we did we did make a big deal about this. It's it's like uh, it's some cool. It's like Blade or something. It's not that though. What is it? Uh, oh, we joked about Nighthawk. Oh shoot! <sighs> I should know this one. You're asking about George's? Fred. Fred's. I can't remember. Rapier. Ah, see, I was close with Blade. Ah. All right, one more each? Yeah. Okay. Um, what was Aragog's wife's name? 
<laughs> Wait, she was named? Uh-huh. Oh, man. I made a big deal about that, about matchmaker Hagrid, spider matchmaker. I don't remember her being named. Is that in the books? <laughs> Oof, yes. I don't know then. I, I don't remember her name either. It's Mosag. Mosag. I would never have gotten that. I don't even remember. I may be mispronouncing it. Mm. I mispronounce nothing ever, as we all know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm failing here at the end. All right. Since I know you love the prefect bathroom scene so much. Definitely. um, Which man's statue is located next to the entry of the prefect lavatory? A man's statue? Mm-hmm. Oof. I don't know. I have no idea. Boris the Bewildered. Mm. Yeah, I would have never gotten that one. <laughs> you, you made comment of, of his name before. I'm sure I probably did. It's it's an alliteration name. It's pretty good. The fact I that always get him confused with uh, I always get him confused with Barnabas the Barmy. Which mm. I think is somewhere, somewhere else. I think it's outside the room of requirement. Barnabas the Barney. Or is it the kitchen? It's something. something Barmy is a very like Britishism too. Like that's what that one's extra good. It has alliteration and Britishism is my two favorites. <laughs> um, any other ones? I think I think that's it. I think I think you are a Harry Potter fan. Yeah. yeah. No, I missed too many. I think that was the agreed upon <laughs> result there. Well, um, you made us go harder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, yeah, he did. <laughs> I can't. Um so listen. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you should be sorry. You're the worst. I, I They're never sorry. gonna come back now. Uh <laughs> I I have I, I enjoyed the series as a whole. Like, I don't know if I ever outright said this, but I should let the record show. I enjoyed the series. Um, does that make me a fan? I guess in the loosest sense of the word. Sure. Out of 10, uh, the series. What? Like the series as a whole out of 10? Yeah. Yep. Would you recommend? <sighs> Let's give it like a 6.5 out of 10. I would recommend for certain people. Interesting. Um, there, there's a lot of things to love. There's, there's quite a bit I dislike. Uh, overall, I also want to state for the record, was I too hard on Harry? Probably. Probably was too hard on Harry. Over you need the to save that for, for our fan comment. Episode. <laughs> yeah, listen, yeah, they've already got all the comments in that much. Yeah. They're going to hate me. But let me just before, you know, I even get all the hate and the roasting. Let me just put it out there. I was probably a little hard on him, but. You know what they say? Familiarity breeds contempt. And when you spend the entire series from his viewpoint and his viewpoint alone, um, you just get a lot of Harry. And the inner workings of his mind. And he's just kind of a dick to his friends a lot. Uh, And yes, I should have been more sympathetic to his upbringing 
and you know how that probably affected his emotional state and yada 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 but everybody's gonna think that i read you all the shit talking <laughs> comments already <laughs> you totally haven't i've just yeah, i really I've, haven't i've just been giving this some thought lately um i should have been more sympathetic to those things but uh listen at the end of the day a lot of what this story did was you know provoke an emotional response from me sometimes it was anger anger towards harry and you know like i said at the end of the day anything that provokes an emotional response from you proves that you care enough about it to give it a you know an emotional response so there you go i guess yeah. i do yeah. care about harry potter so kind of i i feel like i've gotten the answer that i want but i but i am curious if had you read this had you read the story without being so hyper focused and intentional and drawn out mm-hmm. i think that's the biggest thing right drawn mm-hmm. out and taking copious notes like do you think that that would have improved your experience or that would have like worsened it i think it would have worsened it honestly because mm-hmm. as we've stated many times i think like one of my favorite things to do with you especially zach is like talk about our interests and discuss things and right you know uh really dive deep it was you know something we did plenty of times during when game of thrones was on and i think you know dissecting it and really taking our time with it it did allow me to like focus in on things that i did really enjoy it, it may have you know brought more things that i dislike to focus as well but I feel like if I was just binge reading these books or, you know, reading them over a period of time at my own pace, I would have just not cared as much like both ways. Like, I feel like the series just would not have made much of an impact on me at all. I probably wouldn't have got as angry at Harry and I probably wouldn't have got as invested in the characters I did really like. I, I, I think you wouldn't have finished the series. I might not have. I might not have. I think I think you would have struggled through at certain points, maybe like book five. I probably would have just called it quits, maybe. Right. Maybe even before that, if we're being honest. Um, now, I definitely think the way we did it. Had its flaws, but I think it definitely helped my overall enjoyment of the series. Hell yeah. So because I mean, I like to do that. I like to dive deep and discuss which is what we did so well the the uh the point uh tracker stands at one one you've converted me to a one piece fan and <laughs> i have converted you to a harry potter fan True. was that uh, the whole premise of this thing i, I have forgotten i don't i don't even know <laughs> uh man but this is this has been a super super fun ride um Man, I'm just so pumped that you had as much fun as you did. And honestly, that we got to have as much fun as we did uh, together yeah. during the series. And we got to do it with some cool new friends like Sam and Emily along yes. the way. Um, guys, it has been seriously a fucking pleasure to to have you guys on a couple times and to get to go hang out on your podcast the time that I did. So uh, truly, we appreciate it. Yeah, just rub that in my face, why don't you? <laughs> well, you can yeah, come man. on now because you've read That's everything. That's true, I can. Yay! Good. <laughs> Not yes. that they'll ever want to have me. They're too salty about my wolf Patronus. I'll just. <laughs> they don't want to have me because they're jealous of my Patronus. We're just gonna bring you on to psychoanalyze you and be like, now how did you get you that go. 
Patronus. Um, <laughs> but no, guys, exactly. we are so glad that, you know, we, this connection was made. And I think that's one of the really awesome things about podcasting and the platform that we all share is that you get to make new friends across the country or across the world and be brought together for a similar purpose and similar, you know, interest and shared love of the series or lukewarm affection for <laughs> and i am just i'm really happy that we got to meet you guys and come on and continue this uh relationship with you all so thank you for letting us be a part of this journey with you yeah thank same you i think so like much. my favorite part about doing our podcast has been the people we've met and also the new podcasts we get introduced to along the way mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. you guys are really fun to listen to and you guys bicker but you guys you're just demeanor towards each other is so fun um it really feels like we're like sitting all in a room together whenever i listen to an episode mm -hmm. so yeah. you know i, I really feel like it. i feel like um scott and i i mean obviously this is the first podcast we've ever done and we're still very very young and doing this podcast and i feel like there wasn't a whole lot of intentionality behind like how to do everything but looking back the one thing that like I would say would be kind of a catalyst on like, will I enjoy it and will listeners enjoy it is that, you know, having that personal connection and like feeling like we're all in a room hanging out talking. So that's honestly, that's fucking cool that, that you just said that. So we, we appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Anytime yeah. I travel, you guys are playing because it's fun to listen to you <laughs> in the car and it makes yeah. me and my husband laugh. So hell yeah, your husband's cool as shit. Um, guys, where I feel like we share a lot of same listeners, but I mean, you know, for anybody who doesn't already know where to find you guys, where where should they be looking? Yeah, you can find us at HP Half Drunk on Instagram and Twitter or at hphalfdrunk.com. We don't have a Facebook page anymore, so those are the only places you can find us. But if you want to listen to us, you can listen to us anywhere. Um, just Google us and click a link and you'll be able to listen to us. You we'll know how the internet works. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely throw all of your, all of your links down in the episode description. Um, man, that's, that's going to do it for us guys. We want to thank everybody for listening. Um, I'm not going to say we ran long because I have a bad habit of saying that all the time, you but we do. did kind of run a little long. Uh, <laughs> So thanks everybody for hanging out. Uh, as always, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at we don't want to pod. And we will see you sometime. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Thank you. Oh, shit. I didn't see this email when we still had Sam and Emily on. The Harry Potter what? fan club. Hello, Scott. Welcome to the Harry Potter <laughs> fan club. Hooray. You successfully joined the Harry Potter fan club. No, <laughs> I did not sign up. I, I, I mean, you, you, know, can't, you literally signed up for that. The, I didn't know it was for the Harry Potter fan club. I just wanted to know what my... Patronus and house was. Yeah, that means you're a fan, buddy. Except uh, 
you know what makes this extra grading is that it's it's Harry Potter fan club. I know that's the name of the series, but it it also sounds like I just I'm a fan of Harry himself specifically. I mean, that's what it says. What, what have you three done to me? I hate you guys. <laughs> 